Welcome to Cheese Over Here. I'm Laura. And I'm Jonas. <laughs> As you can hear, Jonas is... I'm smacking on some cheese. <laughs> cheese. Which Actual Wisconsin cheese. Typically I like, but it's in a weird shape. I'm being like a... It's like a curd. A, it's a cheese I know, curd. I'm being like a seven-year-old child. I know, it doesn't It doesn't look like che- the cheese I eat. I, I need to unwrap it from a plastic thing. It's <laughs> not in a square. Hey, bitch, over here. Bitch, bitch, over here. Over here, bitch. Bitch, over here. Bitch, bitch, over here. Are we going to talk about sex? Bitch, sex, 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 sex. Oh, mm, mm. Monica, bitch. you're being choked. Bitch. Welcome to Bitch Over Here. This is Jonas. This is Laura. And we are Real Talk with Unreal People. Sorry enough, some flax steak. Smothered in bitchy gravy. Damn right. So, this week, we are just... Kicking it. Kicking it. And answering some of your shit. Because we got some really good feedback. Laura laughed at one that I told her about. And she totally enjoyed it. <laughs> because one of you called me something, and she totally loved it. Yeah, it was great. It's finally... Let's yeah, let's let's bring out some Do you think it was me that sent it in? Uh, anonymously? I don't know. Now I'm beginning <laughs> to think. I'm gonna beginning to wonder. I actually asked my mom to please, <laughs> to stick up for me. Do you have a lot of fans? Um Speaking of fans, actually. <laughs> there's one in my room and the oh fans like Fans. One of you one One of you. One of, you. <laughs> one of your personalities. <laughs> one of our favorite people actually uh wrote in to Laura and or started a, a Facebook chat with oh, us. Yeah. And uh mentioned about the story about Highway eighty four that we did last last full episode where um she sent us I guess the article about Uh yes. And her and I answered for you, so let me know if I was right. Her her story was about uh the Niles Canyon half of 84, and I thought yours happened on the other side on of 68. On the other side. Right? Mine did happen on the other okay. side. But I mean, that whole, I'm sure a ton of accidents have happened on that That highway. road is just plain creepy. Yeah, so. But yeah, it was a witch. No, not a witch. Um, An old man? No. No, it was a woman from prom, man. Uh, coming from prom. I don't got an accident. <laughs> see, see, it's already it's creepy. Already- <laughs> It's but already. She was hitchhiking. That one is a hitchhiker. Oh, okay. So, but she was wearing a flowy gown. I think oh it had God. to do with. Can you check really quick? I think it had to do with the prom date. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to use this phone. Oh. Oh, did you get the. Shut the fuck oh. up. Hey, my name's Jonas. I get the latest in technology. <laughs> I have the iPhone 10. Laura has the iPhone three and a half. Six point two. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do have know. the new emojis though. Oh yeah, how do you like the puking one? Oh, I'll have to recheck that one. I just thought, and I also saw online a meme about this about the vampire, how he's like many shades of gray, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I know you're trying to be all inclusive, Apple, but I think the vampires so little, don't really. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's a, a thing. Right. It's a little over the top. But uh, yeah, there's the vampire. The it was kind of late. It was like after Halloween that I downloaded it. And so, well, it wasn't released until after Halloween, right? Oh. So let's let's get physical. Copyright. <laughs> First one says, "This is Laura's favorite." I'm gonna read it right now. Oh, okay. 
The subject says, like the podcast, but dot, 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 dot. dot. I've listened to the podcast since the puppet interview, and for the most part, I like it. Jonah seems to be the showrunner because I've gotten to know what his style is like. Laura, on the other hand, seems distant, and I don't know what her perspective is like. She just talks about normal things that I can find anywhere else. As much as I like Laura's nostalgia's corner, I don't know her. She is funny and totally compliments the show, and you obviously have chemistry, but Laura needs to speak more about her. Jonas, make her talk more, you egomaniac. (laughs) And, uh... To Jonas with an H's uh, defense, because this person spelled your name without an H. Um, he has actually come to me and like, you need to talk more. Feel free to. So it's not like he's. I'd like to play that. He is curtailing my voice and shutting me out. But no, I'm actually a very shy person in general. And I think this email. Oh, it happened before my. I mean, I opened up with yeah. my dream. You open up your dream, your total with vajay. my weird, <laughs> my weird, uh, Bill Clinton, the Clinton sex, sex dream. dream. Yeah. So that's pretty open, you guys. So I mean, how more deep do you need to get? Be... I mean, if you get deeper in there, you might get lost. <laughs> it starts to get scary. But I do, I do know this is often, this is feedback I get in my normal life too. <laughs> it's not like a surprise. I it do. It takes me a while kind of to like warm up and where I feel like I trust the audience and that they're ready to hear me. I I think you need to be heard. Hear me. I as much as of an egomaniac I truly am. Feel me. You this is the true. Touch me. Feel me. Okay. In See? the morning. And I, I I do I am and I'm trying not to be, but I really don't want to offend anybody. So I sometimes Nah, fuck it. <laughs> sometimes I'm quiet when there's something I really want to say, but I'm like that's somebody's and I, I understand uh I can't control how people interpret me as long as I it's but, coming from my heart and it's coming from a good place. That's but it's I mean the same thing could be said about anybody. The same things could right. be said about me. Um so I don't know. I mean, thank you for listening and thank you for that feedback. But I do think. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what it was. It's... <laughs> so yeah, relax, T taxi. No, kids. Don't. No, no, relaxy taxi. Taxi. <laughs> Laura, ha- okay. Relaxy taxi is a horrible thing to tell somebody. That's I like know. you need to calm down. That is what I hear when I hear that's, relaxy. That's taxi. what it is. Yeah. That's really what it is. And she per- forbade me from saying that again, <laughs> much in the same vein that I forbade <laughs> her from saying the words squirt, squirt or moist. moist. Squirt. Don't say them. Just don't say them. Relaxy taxi. I'm gonna say squirt. Uh, <laughs> all right, fair enough. If you say, For if I say. S- Okay. Relaxy taxi. You have the right to say one to one. Okay. The word ugh, moist <laughs> and s- squirt. Oh god. When you say relaxy taxi, I don't feel moist. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. Good. You should be dry. <laughs> I just I can't. I don't know what it is. Somebody else. Like, like if I imagine you saying the word panties. <laughs> I don't like that word oh, either. It, there's something really creepy about... Panties. It's weird when, like... Like well, a grown man said, yeah. it's so weird. Take off your panties. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's... Oh. it's a, Yeah. It's, it's shiver-inducing. Are, are these your panties? Oh, or are see, they mine? Mm, panties in mm. these. Underwear. <laughs> Just... Yeah, chonies. The how longer, about, the better. How about chonies? 
Chony, just not Jones. Panty, it's just panties is such a gross. <laughs> Panties. Yeah, moving along. Okay, so thank you. That was my favorite email, but I haven't heard any of the other ones. So I think we'll be okay. And that's the show, everybody. Good night. <laughs> no, um, Laura, talk more. The second one, Laura, talk less. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Email three. We hate your ass. It's, it's, it's going to be like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, next email that I got, and this is going to be a good one for you. This one says, the subject says, B-O. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mom? <laughs> <laughs> How do you tell a coworker that they have bad B.O. without causing controversy in the office? Oh, this is like one of those tough questions. This guy seems to not be aware of his B.O. at all. At all in big letters. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, take it away. <laughs> That's, I've seen this like written in to like various, and I always forget what advice they give. Uh, I guess there's the... If it's a friend, you could be like, yo, bruh, like, what up with your pits? <laughs> or find like the bitchiest person in the office who doesn't care about confrontation to, to talk to them. <laughs> I would. It's a tough one, especially in an office setting. Yeah. Do you do an anonymous letter or is that kind of lame? That kind of, I, I try to, okay. So imagine if it's me, how would I want to find out? Through a post-it note written in <laughs> ultraviolet light that only they can see. Um, I would prefer like a friend or family member to kind of, hey, you might want to change your shirt or use a thing called deodorant. Don't you just, why don't you just follow them with Lysol and spray their pits when they're not looking? Could you put a... Could you just all of a sudden... No, because they're going to know they're being, like, ganged up on. Like, if you just, like, every day put a new deodorant on their desk. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's just mean. Okay, don't do that one. <laughs> no, that's uh, horrible. If you're... It's up to the... Like, if the person really wants it to stop, then they kind of have to take it and talk to the person. But, oh, that's so hard. How do that's you... That's so hard. Yeah, because you can't approach... Somebody just be like, hey, dude, you, you smell. Here's the thing about BO. BO is one of those um, perceived things that, like, yeah. culturally, and, it's different for, you know, right. depending on where you come from and what you consider sort of an offensive smell. Um, yeah, or some people use natural deodorant that helps with the sweat but not the smell no it helps with the smell but not the so it doesn't work <laughs> sometimes okay. well let's just get, come back to where that smell even originates and that originates from bacteria it's not you emitting the smell right it's bacteria that's under your crevices <laughs> that is crevasses. your crevasse uh, two deep ones under your shoulders that kind of get trapped there and emits the odor and how do we approach this you could go to your supervisor but that kind of then what are they gonna do i don't know if it's worse coming from your supervisor we've gotten some complaints about uh, your uh, uh bob you have <laughs> um can we talk for a moment in my about office dress code maybe there's something you know it is to i know that's a conversation i've had to have 
with employees. Oh, you and have? That's like, yeah, you've actually talked to people It's super this? awkward. But, like, they didn't know how to... The, the co-workers didn't know how to approach the person. So, luckily, he was very, like... He was, he was working two jobs, and he just wasn't washing his apron... Um, as so it was like spoiled milk smell. Ooh, from uh, cough. Yeah, from so, the different. Ugh. So he wasn't washed. Yeah, and maybe he came to work early and then showered like after work. And so, but yeah, he wasn't. It was easier talking to a guy than than a lady. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, I wonder if it was. A, yeah, that's a good question. If it was a lady or a man, I mean, it doesn't matter. Either way, the subject is kind of tough. I mean, to one one way is if you totally think this person's not going to, or have they gotten a second opinion? <laughs> like he smells. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, he smells too. <laughs> not that that helps, but at least you could go to the boss and ask. For a, does, did it say anywhere in the letter that this coworker is seated right next to them? It didn't indicate. Just says bo. And say like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I get a certain smell around Jerry. Is there any way I can move my workstation? Oh, and then I mean, then you're putting it in the supervisor's hands. If you are the supervisor, then you're just gonna have to. Suck it up and talk to the employee. That yeah, that's really it's a really tough conversation because you're kind of it, it's it's one where it's accusatory of hygiene. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because it'd be the same. Would it be harder if somebody um, was just wearing a ton of perfume all the time? You could be like, hey, like we have. It's nice if you can go to like dress code, the employee handbook, and there if there's something in there. That's why it's, it might be better to take it to the supervisor, because there could be, like... Some bylaws or Yeah, like, some, some handbooks, like, break it down, police must wash. Because this happens. It sucks that you have to, like, tell people how to... What's... And people think that they can not... They can govern themselves. This is... <laughs> yeah. But if he's working in close quarters with other people... But yeah, it is, like you were saying, subjective, because what if... That's why I'm wondering if they've gotten a second opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, some people like, you know, a little uh, little musk. funkiness, <laughs> a little musk, a little, a little you know... musk. A little, you know, a little, a little funk. I wish I had a better answer for this person, but... I wish I did, too. It's a subject that I... I one that I haven't really approached. There's never been... I've never been Have in a workplace. Have you ever had that issue? I've never had an issue. If it was my friend, I would just be like, hey, dude, let's, <laughs> yeah. you got to do it. And then, you know, that's why hopefully I'm wondering you're receptive and be like, hey, oh, ooh, yeah, let's go. If this person knows, sorry, if this person knows someone that's close to that person and it could be like, it's really, it's really touchy. It really is touchy. Yeah. Anonymous note. I still like, like the idea of a UV ink <laughs> and a post-it note that only they can see. Or an e. Yeah, I don't. Uh, maybe a f maybe get yourself get yourself one of those um, diffusers. Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, or put a little peppermint oil um, underneath your, your nose, so you don't have your to nostrils. smell them when they're around. 
or do the thing that I do. Like when I ride BART, I just don't breathe. (laughs) 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 I don't inhale. Okay, listeners, if you have any good ideas on how to handle BO, (laughs) other than soap. That is nice, not like... Not 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 being a jerk about it. Yeah, not leaving like the stick of (laughs) deodorant every day. A stick of deodorant or or just a post-it note that says, you smell. (laughs) (laughs) Or an email that says, you smell. I guess you really have to know the sense of humor of the person and... I think it's better to leave it up to the supervisor because they could take it to HR themselves as you harassing them. If you it doesn't, if they don't feel right. like you go, you do it the right way. That's a good point. Yeah, good job, Laura. <laughs> All right, Kardashians. Ugh. Why do people dislike <laughs> the Kardashians? Dislike <laughs> as yeah. I go. Ugh. They are fame. They are savvy business women. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give, I'll them, give that. them that. Really? Why is Kim K famous? Sex tape. So is that <laughs> so I'm how we put work? out a sex tape? And I'm gonna get fa- like to me, it's it's kind of rewarding people for the wrong things. So they got their fame from. That's everybody, though. I mean, at some point, right? Like, True. Everybody. I think because they kind of celebrate materialism. That's why I don't really But, like I mean, a lot of people celebrate materialism, though. You know what I mean? They kind of go over the top, though. I, I would defer to other folks that do that. They just flaunt it more. Is that what that is? Yes. Why do I just, they don't provide meaning for me or they don't enrich my life. So I don't, I don't uh, think they, me personally, it's because they're too materialistic. Their, their whole vibe is check out, check out my car, check out my house, check out my clothing. Look at these famous people I know. It's very look at my famous husband, blah blah blah. It's very, um, what's that? Superficial, which it's fine. I'm not saying like they shouldn't exist. That's fine, but I'm not gonna waste my energy following them and keeping up with them. (laughs) So why are they so popular then? I think people like to look into that, like the lifestyle. It's a whole fascination with the lifestyles of the rich and famous. So how do they maintain a popularity they do and still have this kind of, like, uh, polarizing kind of... They, they either, yeah. They're loved, beloved. So weird. Yet beloved. we, you know... Like, what are some they beloved dis- for? Like, like, did they cure cancer? Did they... <laughs> It's just like they haven't really done anything for society, but I'm not saying like other celebrities have. They're kind of these, this weird, they're famous for like Kim for the sex tape. And then they knew OJ, you know, like their dad represented OJ in the trial. And they kind of just, it's this whole fame thing. I just don't think they should be role models. I don't think people should be looking to them uh, for... I think that's what people get mad at. If they're like, oh, great. 
like, oh, you like the Kardashians? That means you want to be like them. You're going to be shallow and uh, materialistic and blah-de-dee-blah. Here's the thing. I don't dislike the Kardashians. I don't like them particularly, but I don't dislike them at all. Can you watch a show? Like a full show? I I have watched a few episodes here and there. Yeah. It's not my shtick. Um, Like, what do you, how do you feel after watching an episode? Hmm. Rich ass family. Yeah. Doing rich ass things. (laughs) Affording rich ass things. Having rich ass arguments. Like having Having drama. Rich people, rich people arguments. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about the I don't dislike them. I don't hate them. I don't, don't keep up with them. I don't keep up with them. But I sort of get I, but I am fascinated by this polarizing thing that happens when it comes to both the dislikers and the lovers of the Kardashians. Yeah. Particularly because when when they have a particular image, there is this perception that they might be dumb. No, they're, I don't think they're dumb. I don't. That's what my, what I'm saying is I yeah. don't think they're dumb. You don't get successful and you don't get. No, you they know, know what they know what people. Oops. The, you know, want to see, want to. They have their finger on the pulse. Of, they do. Yeah. But and, and that you, you don't get successful. You don't become rich and you don't become you don't have a legacy of, of longevity of a career in doing absolutely nothing if you're not smart. Um, I think Chris Jenner is a great momager. Yeah, they just know how, how to capitalize on what they have. And that's really their talent. Right. And the fact that, and, and that's honorable. I think the fact that you can create some, you know, a big empire out of not singing, not dancing, not really acting, True. not having yeah. any talent is a great feat in itself. However, I do think that the Kardashians proliferate this image of luxury that 90% of Americans can't even attain. Yeah. And the fact that they don't didn't do very much to attain that is what gets on people's nerves. True. And I But think- you know if like Sally over at Rite Aid put out a sex tape. Let's who- go see it. <laughs> okay. Sure. Like would that launch her no, because like no, the, yeah, she's not connected because Sally down at Rite Aid <laughs> isn't connected with um, the network that right. that they have been associated with with since the OJ trial, like not adjacent to fame, right? Yeah, and but if Sally was smart and had those connections and she had a sex tape and she was willing to put it out on her own volition and you know with you know and and she was able to capitalize on that and then became an actress afterwards, kudos for Sally down at Rite Aid. Right? I mean, so that's where where I'm at in terms of how I feel about the Kardashians. There's something honorable about how they can manage a long, long like, standing pop culture reference. Yeah. Yet, I loathe the fact that they don't really do anything that sort of maintains... Like, it's it, to me... I don't think they... Other than a distraction... Which, what, I mean, that could be good in certain ways. I mean, you know. It's other than a distraction. What benefit to society are they? Kylie It's lip a distraction. Kit. I mean, but like. Other than great lip kits. <laughs> but distraction can be good in times like this. I mean, I guess like they this, have a clothing you know line. I mean? They do have a clothing line. Um, uh, Chloe, I think, has a fitness thing going. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, great. She looks great. Uh, 
Are they curing cancer? No, but are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are? Oh, well, then you're better than the Kardashians. At my home lab. <laughs> no, I'm not curing, but I'm, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, it's, they're fascinating in that sense, because I don't get the hoo-ha, but obviously <laughs> Kim had shown her hoo-ha and, you know, made something out of it. Kudos for Kim. And Chris being seemingly ruthless. I've never met her. She, she seems nice, but she seems ruthless about, you know, being business savvy. And that's, I mean. I don't envy them because I think there's a lot of. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of internal workings there that we're probably not even privy to. Yeah, I just, it doesn't, it's very superficial, their kind of existence. That's me making for, I a... Mean, for all we know, they're giving, like, you know, money to charities we don't even know about. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just... That don't I'm, even exist. That possibly, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We just yeah. don't hear about them. I mean, I'm sure... A lot of these celebrities, the repu- I think the fact that they thrive on their reputation being the way it is, yeah, is a little annoying. Because they like if you controversy, are, yeah. yeah, and because if you truly are, I mean, when you're a public figure and you get to the point where everybody's watching you, you now have a platform to uphold an image that would be beneficial to everybody, and not just you know. And, and, that, and that sucks because that becomes your responsibility when you become famous. But, and, you know, when, even when you just want to live your life. And I think that's just what's happening with them is they're just living their millionaire lives. And it's on public display. And it can be envious at certain times. And it can just be loathsome because you're like, well, I don't have that fucking problem. And you're like, you know, Joe Schmo with, you know, living paycheck to paycheck when you're watching somebody on TV and that could be anybody but it just happens to be focusing on the Kardashians I guess culturally that's where we're at which sucks it is I gotta say though it is fascinating how much drama and how much of that is just for TV and how much of that is like for real I mean Caitlyn Jenner though I mean I mean she's not a very I, I my personal opinion about Caitlyn Jenner is not she's not a very good person yeah. Um, so it's not, no, but I'm just she saying, like, like totally. Ugh, she goes against her own interests. She's not the, a good representative of. I mean, you know, but you know, they, we don't want them to be representative. <laughs> That's just, but, but what I'm saying is, there's so much drama that happens in that family that that it's kind of crazy. That sometimes I think how much of it is concocted versus what happens to just happen to play out in reality TV. You know. Yeah. So, anyway, good luck to you, Kardashians. Hopefully, um, Kim Kim Kardashian, though, if you do want to be interviewed on this podcast, please contact us at yeah, hellobitchoverhere.com. Like, super cool. I'd be, like, really excited to talk <laughs> I would, to I, you. I don't know. I'd be fascinated to be like, so, like, why do people like you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you for asking. Oh, Kim. Hey. Welcome to the show, Kim Hi. K. Hi, Jonas. I, I th- where was it? I think she was on NPR once. Um <laughs> On a show, like she had an interview on NPR. Uh, See, this is why I like to keep an open mind about people I in general. Know, I it's know. just like because it, they sometimes surprise the shit out of me. And, and did she? She did. She seemed articulate and she seemed kind of no. I'm normal. Not, I've never said she's dumb. She is a schemer. Well, that is that why you hate her, or is it the materialistic thing? It's the material. Yeah, 
You can be a schemer and be scheming for the right reasons. Well, then why don't we hate, if we're talking about materialism, why don't we hate somebody like Warren Buffett? Or why would, wouldn't we hate he somebody like... He doesn't flash it, I guess. Well... He doesn't take selfies. <laughs> we, we, by the way, Kim has a book. Yeah, I know. Entirely yeah, full selfies. of selfies. And it's called Selfish. <laughs> so I like, I, I like that she's like a little self-aware. I, I think she's far more self-aware now than she is before. Yeah. But yeah. maybe it's the lack of self-awareness, too, that pisses people off. Or the seemingly lack of yeah. self-awareness. And how much is that done with the editing of the show and the, yeah. I mean, they're laughing all the way to the bank. Ha <laughs> Damn it. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. Enough about Kim K. Okay. Next issue. This one just said, uh, next issue. Next email. Next email. Next email. Next email says, the subject is children. Gotta love them. <laughs> children. Children. Is it bad that I don't want kids? Oh. It's not a goal I've ever had, but people always ask me and my husband if we want children. I love this person because I feel the same way. I struggle children. with this too. I've never had the desire not that I, I do not hate children. Like, I enjoy oh, being... Oh, you hate children. You eat them for breakfast. What are you talking <laughs> no, about? No. I enjoy being like the... Even though my I don't have biological nieces and nephews, I a lot of my friends have kids, and I'm kind of like their auntie. So I do... Auntie? Auntie Laura. Auntie Laura. I do enjoy that. Hey, kids. And change my, your panties. And my cousin has a little boy, and I enjoy... Which... Like, oh. Oh, and my other cousin has like three little kids. So actually, all my cousins have kids, which is good. But I'm glad they they all produced. So the pressure's off me. Um, it's is it though? No, is because <laughs> I still like feel this whole thing that society. And I'm lucky to have parents that aren't like, "Where are you gonna pop one out? Where are we gonna get grandkids?" So I'm really lucky in that way not to have that. I your your parents are pretty cool like that. Yeah. But it's like society, this whole, like, oh, you're not a, you're not a woman unless you've, you know, had a baby come out of your vag. You're not a real woman. Well, until... definitely not a real woman. <laughs> Damn. You're not this. You haven't experienced what it's like to be totally selfless and have the, you can experience being selfless without having children. You can. Um, I, I love how there's friends that that I've had that have had children that end up going, oh yeah, I realized that life isn't really all about me, and I just go look at them and go, you didn't know that before. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. You, you, you mean to tell me that this whole entire time you it's, thought it's, you thought it was all about you, and it took kids, and it took something made out of you <laughs> to realize this. That's kind of my view too. It's like I get that, and I it's not that. And then the other thing is. Oh, you're not going to want to leave a better place, a better world. Yeah, I'm still going to want... I still like people. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be... Oh, since I don't have any, like, thing of my flesh, who gives a shit? I'm going to go... I'm going to go pour gasoline in the lake and pollute everything. <laughs> That's and, your legacy. Because <laughs> I don't have kids. Who cares? I have friends with kids. I, You know what I mean? Like, I have... My family has children... So it's just some weird thing. Like you can't, you can't, there's this thing that you can't be if you, until you poop out a little you. <laughs> and it's, I want people it's, without children to know that you're not selfish actually now with like overpopulation and the environment. 
Like, they should, you should be rewarded for not having kids. Yeah, but people treat single people in that manner like there's something missing in their lives. But the... No, I'm agreeing with you. I think that's, I think it sucks that your validity as a person is kind of, you know, isn't, isn't really defined by you being you. Yeah, you You have to produce, you have to have this. It's this whole thing, like, what do you do? What do you do for work? What do you do? It's not like, who are you as a person? It's what's your job? Right, right. What's your job? How many kids do you have? Like, uh, is my, am I only valid if I am constantly producing something? Right. Is the worth, is like. Self-worth, yeah. Is your self-worth based on this idea that you've now procreated? The thing about that question to me is kind of baffling because oftentimes there's people out there, and this is not a bad thing necessarily, but they didn't decide to have children. Yeah. Uh, You know, they, you know, they weren't even in love. They just hooked up and this happened or whatever, which is nothing wrong with that. And if you want to go through with that, that's awesome. And, you know, more power to you. And the responsibility, though, is yours when it comes to raising that child. However, it, it, it diminishes this idea. It, it diminishes those of us that don't have children and are worth if the thought is behind it is that, you know, we're not as worthy of things because we don't have any children. Like, I, there was this one time I was working back, way back in the day when I was at a record store. And where the where oh, <laughs> I say um, that the warehouse they're not they're, they're not, not around anymore they're out of business it's like saying blockbusters let's okay. try that again then where the warehouse oh. okay so <laughs> when I was working at the warehouse it's an old record store Google it Google it kids. records are um, they have these they things called like CDs and discs, cassettes but bigger than CDs and cassettes they're called records records oh vinyl's in now though oh you know? that's true so that's, you yeah vinyl's back now. in okay. Um, so when I was working at the record store, there was this guy who, he was a customer who was a frequent customer. And, and I remember having this conversation cause it was the very first time I kind of became aware of the difference in how you're treated when you don't have a child and how invalid, how, how he made me feel that my opinion was not as, uh, valid because I didn't have a kid because he had children. So we were talking about, you know, living in the city life versus inner city people and how, you know, we need to rally up our, our, our guns and, and, and all those inner city kids shouldn't be able to have guns. He just went on this ramp, like, oh. rant about. Okay. Like, you need to take uh, care yeah, of yeah, your... Yeah, by the way, thank you, suburban white guy, for talking about Wait, that. Wait, inner... <laughs> what? Suburban white guy says that you have to... Take away the guns from the inner city, city kids, kids because there's no, there's no sense of community. There's no sense okay. of this and there's no sense of that. And I worry about... And I, I worry about my own children being, you know... in. Feeling safe inter- about and oh. going to school, and, and uh, this is Livermore, California, <laughs> mind you. And the and I just went. I just went. Uh, I I don't think it's as easy as you know as that. And then the question he posed to me: Well, well, do you have children? And I go, No, I don't. And he goes, Well, then you don't understand. Uh, you can still understand concepts without <laughs> having children. Let me. You know, I I don't know. I got to pop one out in my vajayjay in order for that to happen. all of a sudden, I'm going to listen to you. Like, I do agree that you shouldn't take, like, relationship advice from somebody that's never had a good relationship. (laughs) That's true. Like, that's... But you can weigh in on (laughs) topics. And and sometimes when I do that, I like, I don't have a kid, but I think, you know, then I I do weigh in like that sometimes. Of course. 
But the um, fact that you have to premise it is very telling of how like, we treat people that don't have children, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you have to, like, preface your answer. You don't know answer. how it is. Yeah, you have to preface your you answer know. with, like, you know, this warning. Yeah, I know don't, I'm don't childless. Know, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's weird. Like, the my friends that I've talked to, they, like, knew that they wanted, had, wanted to have kids, like, back when they were, like, in middle school. Yeah, and, and that's great. That they, means- like, had that. And I'm like, okay, to figure out me, I'm like the opposite. <laughs> Picture me, it was, but I, I didn't have whatever that was. And it makes you feel kind of weird. Yeah. And it makes you feel like, well, is there something wrong? No, it's just like, I just didn't have that, like, I need to. Some people just know. Yeah, like, some people I, just know that they want kids, and that's yeah. great. And so it should be okay for some people to just know that they don't want children. Versus like, and the opinion and the lives of people that don't have children matters. Not having children, people lives matter. matter. <laughs> like, Let's start our own let's sad not. club. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. So don't let the haters hate you down. Wait, <laughs> person that wrote in. Like I think there's more of us. That. Now, I think there's more of us now yeah. than in terms of, you know. And, and here's the thing. I'm not anti-having children. I, I mean, at some yeah, point, that's maybe the thing. adoption. Just because that's another, like, just, what, you don't like children? Like, what's your thing? No, I love kids, dude. Yeah, I fucking... it's, so it's like, it's not that we don't like children. We just don't want our own. I I enjoy pet sitting because I get to spend fun time around, fun, fun time. Fun time. <laughs> fun time. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> Fun times. I get to spend like quality time with animals and then I get to go home. Like they're not mine. Yeah. I get to spend time with nieces and nephews and I babysat a lot of them and then, then you, I get to take them back home. Yeah. You get to fill them up with sugar, shake them. I shake them. <laughs> Did you just say shake them? <laughs> fill them up with sugar and shake, shake them. them and then hand them over to their parents. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, if I had kids, I want the dad role. I do not want the mom role. The dad role has way more fun, like, gets to be the cool one most of the time. Yeah, they're the disciplinary. It, like, it depends on your family. But I don't want the mom role. So it's but, like... But, I mean, but those are... Hetero, I know those are, like... Heteronorms. Yeah, you know, you true, know what I mean? Like, like if, if me and my partner had a kid right now, we'd be actually having... And this is the cool thing about just being in like a same-sex relationship is that we actually have to discuss what roles we take True. on yeah when we you know good when, cop bad cop yeah i guess who are you, you good are you which one are you today yeah which one, you know you have to negotiate and i think that should be like that for everybody yeah. right for everybody it shouldn't be like oh you're the mom you're gonna do the cooking all the time yeah. or you're the dad you're going to fix the car all the time you're going to but i just think like and maybe it's just like how I was raised. I just seemed to, ha- my dad got to do more fun things with us. But versus- you're, okay, I got to give it up though. Because your dad is actually kind of cool. Like, my dad's kind of cool. But, yeah, I mean, but my mom's is not, super- not cool. No, your mom's not, of course. <laughs> I, your mom's awesome too. But your but dad is like, he, yeah, your dad is funny as hell. Like he's actually, I wonder if he's going to listen to this podcast. Hi dad. You're. Hi, Mrs. G. I mean, Mrs. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. G. G. Um, but yes. So, yay for not having children. It's not so much yay, but it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay to have kids. It's okay to not have kids. Why don't we just cut each yeah. other some fucking slack? Congrats. You had kids. Yeah. Guess what? I don't want them. 
congrats, you don't want them. Like, that's how it should go. That was me playing, role-playing. <laughs> exactly. Congrats, <laughs> you don't have one. Like, oh, the world has enough people. It's not like it's not like in olden times where we have to, like, produce people. Don't you know that we need to have kids now so that they can work our farm and, like... Um, they can work my for- <laughs> one room that I'm renting. <laughs> they can work... They can till the land of my one room. There's nothing wrong with you kids if you don't have any kids. <laughs> And you, I love it. Like, I'll, I'll probably be one of those, like, mentor ladies. I, I see that. I yeah. see that, that. I think that'd be very good for you, actually. Yeah, I'll probably do that. I, I don't think I'm going to coach a sport. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely. Or, yeah, anyway. There's ways to nurture people without having them come out of your loins is the takeaway. Damn. Right. Loins. Is loins an okay word? Or is that on the list? No, I've been okay with Thanks. you saying loins. <laughs> uh, I think I've I think I've said something Laura of my loins. Laura of my loins <laughs> on your answer machine at your parents' house when we were still in high school. So Did I think Jonas that's okay. birth you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a testament to how cool my dad is because he thought it was funny. <laughs> His her dad actually always makes me want to buy a Mac. He is a support, but he also supports other products now too. He has like three phones, <laughs> like one's really? a Windows and what else? Android. He has a Android. I think he has a Google phone. The Pixel. HTC. Oh, that's Android. that's Android. Oh, he has an Android. He has a iPhone and something else. Does he have the iPhone X? Actually, I'm not sure. I don't think so. It just came out yesterday. I'll tell him to get one. <laughs> All right. Next email. Wow, that got deep. That was a good email because that's that an one. issue that I deal with. And, then, and that's one That was that... good because it deals with me and it's about me and I'm making this about me. Yeah. And because you guys have been complaining about Laura not talking. So I'm there talking. you go. Next email. We've got one. How can you see who it's from? We've got an email here titled. Well, they're all anonymous. Mom embarrassment. Why does my mom always embarrass me? I'm 30 years old, and even as a child, I've been embarrassed by stuff she says or does. My friends think she's so funny, but I've always felt embarrassed by her. Love says love or her, but I think it means love. Love her, and she's pretty normal. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, wait. Love her, and she's pretty normal, but when it comes to being around people, her jokes seem embarrassing. I bet this is the type of mom I would be, so I'm glad I don't have kids. <laughs> um, that can, yeah, you're, I think he'll, this person, he, she will probably appreciate their mom way, way down the, the line. And at 30, kinda, though, at 30, though, I think you should have gone there already. Yeah. I wonder what, I Did wish. Did you say it was this woman or man? Hold on. No. I wish there was an example of. An embarrassing oh, thing she does. Love her. I, get, I just got. I just saw the typo. <laughs> love her. <laughs> um. How do you? Hey, okay. I get. I, I think, think everybody on some level is embarrassed by their parents. Exactly, and I think when whenever you have parents that are a little bit wacky, well, this is a good segue into your parents who are cool. I think everybody. Okay. Let me just say that if there were there was any embarrassing parents. I have them. <laughs> no. But everybody you... feels that way. Yeah. Like, just, just as a bit of a background, my parents are very old school. They come from 
they come from the Philippines. They're very old world Wade. Is that a word? Tradition, and, uh, traditional, like in the, their their behavior in the Philippines, nobody would look at them twice. Right. Okay. Whereas here, but I say behavior like it's, but they're not doing anything like. No, they're not doing anything bizarre. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me just open up my box of traumatic childhood memories <laughs> and tell you about what my dad does when he picks me up from. Oh yeah. From elementary school, <laughs> so my dad used to be into CB radio. And he used to drive a powder blue Toyota Corolla that was it was 1981 blue <laughs> powder Toyota Corolla that he fixed up himself. Cool. But his love of the car plus his love of CB radio combined the two, and he would then he 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 rigged the CB radio so that there's a speaker that goes outside. And whenever he would come pick me up from elementary school, he would in Tagalog in 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 oh in his native language would you know, he would say, "Jonas, come on out! I'm right outside." <laughs> now, as a kid trying to grow up in America, not so normal. <laughs> I'm just trying to blend in. I'm just, I'm just trying to assimilate here, Dad. I, yeah, you know, I know, I'm already in. You know, it's not, yeah. You already felt like you stuck out. I already felt like I was stuck out. I already like I did because I did. Because I mean, because at that kid. at that time, how many um like non-white people <laughs> were there? Not that much. Is that gonna not that much. Nothing. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't a time in 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 the town that we grew up in that you know it wasn't as diverse as 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 it is. Now. Yeah, it is more diverse now. Um, you know, were you the only Filipino kid? No, at no, the I don't. I wasn't the only Filipino. Those were maybe three of us. Oh, okay. In the class, uh, in fourth grade, but in fourth grade, when you're trying to, but be you're cool, also new. I was also new because we yeah. had just come from the United. To, so you had like that new kid feel. You a new school. Dad being weird. And dad rigging up a CB and that, radio. And that would be embarrassing. For anybody. Me, for anybody. But In point, any language. <laughs> in any language. And point that out to... But, and you know, when you're like 10 years old and this is what your dad does. Yeah. You, you would kind of hide. And so when I hid, he took such offense. One day I hid because I was just too embarrassed to come out because oh. it was right at... You know how you get off at like 245 or whatever, like in, from elementary school? And, yeah. But it was like peak pickup time. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so eh, that's dramatic. Well, not so traumatic as this thing that my mom did when she finally caught me in the shower when I was around 12 years old, when, you know, things start growing down there. Oh. All right. Let's just say pubes. Pubes start growing. Just a little... She, for some reason, she was, you know, she walked on, on me and the, you know, there's some pube ejection. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Fast forward about 15 minutes later when I'm coming out of the shower and she's on the phone to our family in the Philippines just gossiping and flippantly just says, oh, yeah, by the way, Jonas grew his pubes. <laughs> Because that's something that you tell. It's, you know, 
maybe something on the family newsletter, but not so much on the phone live as it happens. Uh, <sighs> all right. I mean, I get it. So, okay. My point but how to are this, they now, though? Well, you know, they finally realized that I'm an adult and that I know what to do with my life. and they're... So they're, they got better. Well, they, they finally... Or they, know, they got better at figuring out how not to embarrass you. It's more like they figured out how to operate on this in this culture, whereas oh. before, you know, the culture to which they lived in was still very much, you know, it, it, Philippines at home and America everywhere else. Ah, so, oh, okay. So, and plus, they, I mean, if you think of yourself, you spend like the you've grown. You know, for them, in the beginning, they spent the majority of their life in the Philippines. Right. And then they just got o- came over here. But there's Filipino parents that are not like that, right? Right. Like, so it's, like, more, like, I don't know where I'm going with that. Like, not to say that that's, it's Filipino culture to call everybody when your child gets well, puked. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I think in that specific instance, and I can tell you very many of them... <laughs> Like, to, when you talk to other kids in your situation? No, some of that stuff never happened to them. Okay. Which is, but then I would hear about kids in other cultures to which some stuff happened to them. And, you know, that was embarrassing. My point that would have been embarrassing to me. Like, I, uh, yeah. I would think it would be embarrassing for everyone. Like, if my aunt, <laughs> like, my like mom's on the phone talking with your aunt and says, oh, yeah, she's, she's, she she's becoming a lady. Period. Yeah. Yeah. My point in time Which is, I'm sure they shared. Yeah. But mm, but not come like on I now. didn't overhear it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad enough that they're gonna talk about it, but the fact that you overheard it, it's just yeah. bad. My point in telling this this whole thing about my dad and my mom is that I think every single kid yeah is embarrassed by their parents on many levels, no matter how much their friends may think their parents are cool. I'm sure that there's things about Laura's dad that she does not think is very cool that I would be like, yay, he's cool. Yeah, because he'd be making fun of me and you would think it was funny. Pretty much. Yeah. And the same goes for, I mean, in telling the story, it's kind of brought me back to trauma. But <laughs> but at the same time, it, it's very, it, it's an it's something that we all go through with our parents, no matter what age we are. Yeah. Whether you're 30 or you're 10, our parents will, will always, always, and will be embarrassed. <laughs> no matter. No matter what you do. I hope it helped. <laughs> in any culture, you in could, any situation, you're I scared. don't know if you've tried asking her like, hey, do you think you could tone it? And I don't know if she's the type of person that would be like, hey, and would like turn it up, you know? Oh, like if you asked, asked her to tone it down. Or maybe showing that you're not, you're not shook by it. She's not getting the reaction. Because maybe she's just doing this to mess with you. I, I Possibly. Yeah. There was this one time that I, I brought a dude home um, who's a friend of mine, um, who is a very handsome guy, who, who is very handsome. And... Um, for some reason, all the women in my family, like, they were over and they gathered towards him and they were making jokes and they were making crude-ass jokes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to hurry up to the shower so I can, we can leave because he, he was like, oh, what's going on with all these women? I mean, they were friendly and he, and he was having a blast and he was having fun. He just was kind of like all the women in my family were, were like, 
telling embarrassing jokes oh. about me and like it, it was embarrassing for me but for him it was a hoot so there you go at least your friend says she's not like hey what's wrong with your mom i don't <laughs> i think that'd be even worse yeah this is one of those facts of life um death is inevitable taxes are inevitable and embarrassing parents are inevitable parents but if you don't have kids but if you don't have kids you know you don't have to torture them yeah you don't have to be embarrassed (laughs) okay next up this one's titled summer Summer. this one is kind of simple and easy easy breezy simple okay I don't think we have to dig terribly deep for this one, but it just says, summer, where did summer go? <laughs> Why does it seem like time goes by faster when you get older? Oh, this one's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it had a little bit of whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> where did summer go? Where did summer, summer go? loving happens so, so fast. fast. Tell me Sorry. more, tell me more. Did, oh, did she have a car? Is this song a little rapey? Do, 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 do. Isn't it kind of rapey? It is. Yeah. See? It's d- very Weinstein. <laughs> I, dug, I dug deep. Um, where did Summer go? Where did Summer go? Out the window with your hopes and dreams. That is true. Oh. No, it, it, it happens like... All of a sudden, it's the World Series, and I know, like, fall has begun. And then next thing you know, burr. Christmas. Turkeys. I mean, turkeys and then Christmas. And then... It's okay. I I thought we wouldn't get get deep with this one. Time, time, See what's what's become become of me. (laughs) As I look around. Right? Wait. In my possibility. Did I pick the right song? I was so hard to Hazy Shade of Winter. Okay. And the sky. I also mean, there is a season turn. I don't know how to answer this question because it's very like, I don't know. Time flies when you're a thousand years old. <laughs> Time flies does when you're is what happens when you're a thousand years. So I, I okay, this is one of those things where your perspective well, is where you have to go. Because ever ever gone to an appointment and you're waiting for test results, and the you're being told, oh, the test results will happen in five minutes. The doctor will be right with you. And when you're waiting there. And waiting and waiting. That five minutes feels like like six hours. Where did the summer go? I guess my point in saying that is that you Um, might have been having so much fun that it just went by. Your perspective has a lot to do with the perception of how time happens. Because it just goes on. It just goes on. Whereas summer isn't typically my favorite season. So for me, it lasts too long. So I love fall. Oh, I love fall too. Not so big about winter. I don't know. Scarves. What? Winter. Scarves. Uh, 
Uh, and spring, Jackets. spring. If I didn't I have allergies, if I didn't have allergies, springs. I had springs. I, like, <laughs> I fucking hate springs. I hate springs. I love summers. Um, no, I spring. If I didn't have allergies, I wouldn't mind spring. But I do. I don't. The never ending. I like summer nights. Willa, willa, willa. <laughs> but summer days. Ugh. Drifting away. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've handled that topic. Oh, do you remember when we were walking through that wall of heat? <laughs> That's what happened to summer. You're walking through a wall of heat. You know, if you keep summer in your heart, it will never it always, go away. <laughs> and it will always be summer. Yeah, in your heart. Thank On you for note, writing in. Thank you for writing in. <laughs> <laughs> thank oh you for sharing God. with us your love of the season of summer. So... In conclusion to this wacky email episode. Okay. Thanks for writing in. Like, yeah, that's really cool. In. I really, I know, <laughs> I know some of, some of them were more serious than others, but I do try to answer to my best, the best of my ability without, because uh, I don't want to steer anybody the wrong way. I'm like Steer them the wrong way. Tell them off a cliff. Why not? I just uh, put five sticks of deodorant on my coworker's desk. And now they're gonna they're following me to my car after work. Like, Shooting with like like deodorant spray. <laughs> That's right. And just hey, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, put your hands up. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got any suggestions on that one, just yeah, just that's, write a us. that's a tough. I tough one. Yeah, if somebody actually has figured out how to, because that one and the bad breath one is Ooh. tough. Well, here's the thing: if somebody has bad breath, I just tell them. Or I just actually offer them something. It's sort of like if you have food on your face, I just go, hey. Yeah, that's a little easier, though. That's true. Bad, bad breath. You bad tell breath, them. You can, yeah, you'd be like, hey, it's a little, uh, you're, uh, let's, let's just say that Bruce Lee isn't the only thing kicking right now. <laughs> what about uh, a coworker you don't really talk to that much? I would just tolerate it. Okay. <laughs> But if it's like, you know, Somebody your work you, wife or yeah. your work husband, I'd be like, baby, <laughs> that shit is kicking. Okay. That garlic we had at the garlic pizza. Ooh. It's, but or, somebody. Know, I'd be like, girl. That's why I'm saying if that, if there's somebody at the office that has that type of relationship with this stinky person, <laughs> that's who needs to address the issue. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Do, 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 do. This has been Laura. This has been Jonas. Boom. Boom. That's, That's our, our show. show. We drop our mics. But they're too expensive to fix. Later, bitches. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Aloha. Ciao.